You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Jennifer Ashley Tepper. And I'm Joe Iconis. Today we're going to be talking about Run Away From You, which is in parentheses. It is. Um, it's a good conversation about werewolves and strange song titles and and uh, art in general. And songs that you sing on Halloween and Jason Sweet Tooth Williams. Enjoy. Spooky. I ignore the television as I wait for you to close your eyes. Run Away From You, this song title is in parentheses, which is so subversive, Joe. Tell us about that. It's The song title is in parentheses because the actual name of the song would be The Werewolf Song. Um, But if it was called The Werewolf Song in parentheses, Run Away From You, it would would give away the, uh, you know, it's not not a joke. It would just, it would give it away for no reason. Yeah, of course. Um, And so... Tits and ass syndrome. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's definitely my dance 10 looks three of titles. Um, but I, once I realized that, I loved the idea of, of, of having it in parentheses um, because I, I loved the idea of people being questioning why is that in parentheses? Right. And perhaps thinking like, oh, there's another title where the song is called The Warble Song, um, which I don't know if anyone does, but I'd, I'd like to think that they do. Yeah. And the other thing I love about it is um, obviously there's like a legendary new musical theater song uh, called Run Away With Me, which is the, you know, it's Kerrigan and Lyrimook song, very beautiful like the most sort of like, you know, romantic, contemporary, you know, direct, direct, you know, rolling piano line, musical theater song of all time. And so I always, I always liked that this is like the opposite of that. (laughs) You know, it's like run away with me, run away from you. (laughs) Like it's just like a, you know, similar, but, but the opposite. Um, They should be in medley, call up. Yeah, like where's that mashup? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this song has been performed largely by Jason Sweet Tooth Williams with other people as well. Yeah, there's, I've seen some great performances of it, but it's, uh, it was a song that I wrote, I wrote with Sweet Tooth in mind, for sure. And, um, and he's the, the foremost interpreter 
yeah. have run away from you. I feel like, well, it's, you know, with your songs, if we actually went through and we're like, who has performed each song and did like, you know, obviously you've performed each of your songs the most. Like mm -hmm. you would get like the highest number. But after that, it would definitely be Jason. Like Jason yeah. has sung all of your songs the most of anyone. For sure. Um, which yeah. means that, you know, there's multiple instances on this album of like someone originated a song and someone else is singing it. Mm -hmm. And like there's so many, you know, Jason yeah. has originated so many. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I love, I, as we've talked about, I love actors and I love how material changes depending on who is interpreting it. Or the the way I like to work is that material changes depending on who is interpreting it. And so, I, yeah, I like on this album that there's a few songs that were originated uh, by by some people and are now being interpreted by others. And, and it doesn't mean that you know, anyone's version isn't the official version. Doesn't mean anyone's version doesn't exist. It's just yeah. kind of like what it is now. And, you know, and when, you know, album two on the move comes out, maybe there'll be some of these songs with different singers, like who yeah. knows. Um, but yeah, but Jason is definitely my my number one as far as that goes. I, I just love him. I just love him. I, I think he's he's just such a great actor. He can do so many things um, that are that are uh, uh, disparate he's 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 just like a like a you know get your hands dirty sort of actor uh, who's in this this package as a as a human that i just find uh, endlessly inspiring and he more than anybody that i i work with seems like a real person which mm -hmm. is like he just seems when he's on stage or whatever, he just seems like a human being who would be walking down the street, who happened to find his way to a stage or right. to a, you know a concert or whatever. And it's and and there's just no bullshit in his performances, even his performances that are very stylized. And I've seen him do like a lot. I've seen him do like a lot of like crazy experimental shit. I've had him play. I've had him play. You know, he plays Santa Claus. Like he <laughs> like plays like characters who are like characters. Right. Like he's not you know just like a naturalistic actor. But even even in those characters, even in those like big 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 roles that I've seen him play, he just has this thing that just it's just real it's yeah. just you know and i frequently um you know uh, uh say that he's uh he's like my philip seymour hoffman mm -hmm. um because you know he like you know uh i guess just like you know uh physically or i was gonna say fa <laughs> facially <laughs> you know he was like similar coloring to philip seymour hoffman you know that sort of like you know red-faced white guy uh, with blonde hair um but uh but it it's uh um he has this like he has a similar sort of humanity mm -hmm. to me where it's like even you know every Philip Seymour Hoffman performance no matter how crazy it was just he just felt he just felt real it, they all they all feel like real people yeah um and that's how it that's how that's how how Jason's performances yeah. hit me it's yeah. also okay I'm about to say two opposing things about this but it's like Jason is so good at doing any new musical theater and it's specifically I think because of like how your years-long collaboration has like he has such a great brain for picking up something that's brand new mm -hmm. and like shaping it and you know interpreting it and doing all of that and then on the flip side related to what you're talking about it's like this thing that people are allowed to do in plays but not in musicals and I just saw the minutes so I'm thinking about the minutes on Broadway maybe mm -hmm. 
listener saw it. But it's like those characters who feel very normal, feel very off the street, feel like, oh yeah, that's who you'd see at a city council meeting. Yeah. Like you wouldn't necessarily see a musical about those people. They right. just feel like normal walk off the street characters. So mm-hmm. like the way that Jason can kind of, as you said, like play someone who seems like a normal human and then represent them in musical theater material is yeah. rare. Yeah, because he doesn't lose it when he's singing. Cause like, that's the thing again with like, you know, musical theater, the, you can do naturalistic in a play in a way that's a lot easier than you can do it in a musical right. because, you know, in real life, people don't sing and in musicals, they do. And People so, become so presentational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, you know, there's so many actors who I like a lot, but when I see them in a musical, it's like, oh, their scene work, they're using a different voice right. <laughs> than their song work. You know, it literally feels like these are two different things and no one seems to care. It's like right. everyone's kind of fine with this, which is cool, but that that's not my thing. I always love when the singing just comes out of the speaking because it's mm-hmm. it's all it's all the same character. It's all the same voice yeah. to me, even if they're singing very impressively, you know. Um, and there's totally. I mean, there's some masters of this, you know, Jason's so amazing at, at it. And it's like, they're, it's a very rare skill, but like, I always think of Brian Darcy James too. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. he's someone who I feel like. 100%. It, it is rare. It is it, rare. It it's is. a rare skill. It really is. Norbert Leo Busto, the two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, but Jason is just, it, you know, it's when he's singing and, and, and he sings things. He has a beautiful tenor voice. It just sounds, it sounds like somebody speaking mm-hmm. in a way that I love so much. And um, yeah, and his performance of this song is like absolutely one of my favorites because uh, he just, you know, he just like goes for it in such a whole hog way in a way that, that every time I've seen him do it, it, it allows the audience to be laughing at the conceit and then it allows the audience to feel the terror and then it allows the audience to feel um, uh, heartbroken, which is what I wanted to do with the song. You yeah. know, I wanted to like, Con- convey all of that and the and the song itself you know it's it's about um it's about you know someone with a secret that they're ashamed of that they can't help and that and that that secret could be anything um but it's something that is is ruining things in their lives mm-hmm. and um and and you know and as much as it's like the werewolf song i i do i hope that people hear it and can like and can and relate to it and i've over the years i've been really surprised at the amount of people who have told me that they were personally um affected by this song because i think you really can you know you don't have to get any of that you can look at it and be like oh this is so hilarious it's a song about a werewolf who he doesn't want his girlfriend to find out you know it totally works and then he howls at the end which is like you know even if you hate the song it's like oh he's howling how cute um, but I think if you want to go a step further, there's hopefully, you know, a lot there. And it's like, and I, and I'm, you know, writing very, you know, very, um, uh, honestly, I mean, uh, you know, always, I always try to write honestly, but it's, it's, it's not, not meant to be a, you know, a joke song or a, a gimmick song. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply step into the world of power loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. No, it kind of fits into the, we talked about another song on the album that also does like the sad boy trio of things to ruin. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the werewolf's another sad, sad boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the werewolf's another sad boy. What talk about the the production of this like number, like you know, because it has been done so many times in concerts in like a small mm-hmm. version. Yeah, the the production, like in what way? Oh, the know? musical production. Like, oh, what yeah, were yeah. you excited to add to it for the album? Yeah, you know the. Um, I think that that this tune is one of the more like sort of straightforward mm-hmm. production wise. Um, as far as instrumentation goes, it's really like, you know, it's, it's, it, this, the music is like kind of classic rock, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you know, guitar and bass and drums and, and piano and there's organ on it. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of takes you to the like seventies rock world. Uh, you know, um, Ian and Charlie would talk about meatloaf a lot, you know, and doing the playing Jim Steinman. Yeah, yeah. And there is like, which I never, ever thought of. Uh, when when you know writing this tune, but it's it definitely is has that. There's like the you know the I think the subject matter gives it this sort of hint of like gothicness, but it's mm-hmm. like the the bridge especially that like the wordy like da 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 stay off the busy street. That's the I think is what can take you to a Jim Steinman place. Yeah. Uh, the thing that I love in it so much that we 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 don't do a lot of vocal effects on the album, but um, Ian put this like this like nuts. Uh, vocal effect on Jason's voice in certain parts where it's he's um it's like it's he's singing with himself like an octave down so it's like there's like two Jasons but they're an octave apart um and it's what sort of creates that like that strange werewolf like or an inhuman like sound yeah um that we use uh a few times yeah. on the album and I, and I like it because it sounds it sounds both inhuman and 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 very much tied to this werewolf character and it sounds like kind of poppy too mm-hmm. you know it sounds mm-hmm. like if used in a different context it could just be like a harry styles song or something uh, and so I, I i like that because i think that it's the you know that's if we're using the language of pop and rock music it makes sense that there'd be this like vocal affectation on 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 jason it just so happens that this vocal affectation takes us to this um you know place of 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 uh him being a monster how did you and Ian and maybe Charlie and anyone else talk about um, which instruments to make prominent in certain moments or on certain songs? Because mm-hmm. I feel like there's a choice being made throughout the album that maybe, you know, there's other new musical theater where there's a guitar and the instrumentation and you never really hear the guitar. And like, mm-hmm. there are some songs on the album where you're like, oh, wow, like I'm really hearing the guitar. I was talking to our collaborator Mike Rosengarten about this because he's yeah. one of the guitarists but um how do you kind of pick and choose and talk to Ian about that yeah I so I mean Ian Ian does the first round of mixes right so Ian will take all the tracks and then he'll kind of do the first pass uh where things you know go up and down it's like okay this part you're gonna hear the guitar a little more this part you're gonna hear the keyboard a little more and then he'll, he sends them to me and then i just give a million notes on everything and it's you know ian and i have worked together long enough that he kind of knows 
he kind of knows what I'm going to like, you know, so the first passes are usually like really good. And they're usually like, and it's in a way that is so, it, you know, I'm so spoiled. And it's as I only realize it when I work with anyone who's not Ian, mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, right. Ian like knows me Ian, like that. That's why he made the guitar loud here and he made the guitar soft here. He knows what I'm going to hang on to. Um, but it's, it's really, uh, to me, it's like very gut based. You know, I do not, I do not know how to record music like I did not go to school for that I'm not good with that I do not know like the rules mm-hmm. about how you're supposed to mix things I don't know the rules about like well if the guitar is at this level at this part it has to be at this level at this part and there is worth to that and there's there is like real structure for how you know music is made and how you know when people listen to something and they're like oh that's like a really good mix like there are all these you know check marks that i don't know what they are i just go on a purely gut level uh, and so that's and so that's really it like it's my my feeling of like oh this this part wants to feel um, it wants to feel dirty or messier. Like, mm-hmm. did anyone play anything where they were making a mistake or did anyone play anything where mm-hmm. there was like fuzz or something? That's what we need like in this one measure. And so um, I, I think hopefully the the album as a whole, it has those peaks and valleys that feel very dramatic because it's like, it's not even just the performance. It is the literal mixing and what we're, what we're you know, choosing for you to hear in any given moment. And, and so much of that is driven just by... Um, my sort of impulses, my gut right. impulses. Um, and so, and so, yeah, I think it is, it's a little bit, um, it's a little bit more maybe erratic sound wise than other things, but in a way that I think makes sense because it's, you know, everything is coming out of the drama of the situation. Everything is coming out of the characters. Everything is coming out of the, you know, the, the arc of the song. And so it doesn't make sense to me that, that, you know, the piano should be at one level throughout the whole thing, you right. know? Um, it's good to hear you articulate this as it pertains to Ian because I feel like you and I talk a lot about how like these long collaborations are so meaningful and helpful Mm -hmm. because you develop shorthand with people and then it's always so hard to come up with kind of an example and I feel like Ian having played like bass in a million concerts of yours um, can produce like tracks in the album in a different way the same way that like Lance Rubin as an actor understands something that he can bring out in a lyric because he's worked with you as a writing Mm -hmm. collaborator and it's like there's so many instances of that on this album and sometimes it's hard to come up with like an example and that was such a beautiful one yeah yeah. I feel like also it's um, even, you know, shout out to our brilliant copyist, Danielle Gimbel, who like has worked with you as a performer and who captures so much when she's, you know, doing copyist work because she knows it as a performer. And I feel like, you know, this is an opportunity. I'm so grateful that like we both had with mm-hmm. our friends and collaborators on the album to work with them in different capacities so that we all understand every job we're doing better because we've yeah. done a different job. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, and there's, you know, it, it it's, all of the people we've talked about, Daniel Gimbel, Ian Keggy, Charlie Rosen, they all wear multiple hats on the album. You know, it's right, like right. they're all doing different things. They're all, they're, all of them perform on the album as well as work behind the scenes. Totally. Um, yeah, and I think that all of that stuff just informs everything else that, that they do and that we all do. Yeah. This is another one that I think is, is slightly um, spiritually connected to ammonia. Uh, especially at the end, because this is another one that I'm really proud of, that the, the sort of realization that that the man has, what, what he can't, he, what he cries as he's, as he's looking at his, um, uh, his, 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 his partner and, and, um, and he says, you know, uh, because I couldn't tell you that, um, that what I know is that if I had the choice to not be a werewolf anymore or to remain being a werewolf, I would choose to keep 
being a werewolf. Right. Even though it's ruining us, even though it's ruining me, it's ruining you. If someone said, I can take this away from you, this man is saying, I couldn't do it. I would choose to, to keep doing it. And I think that in a lot of art that's about people who struggle with things, the triumph is like always supposed to be them overcoming it. And, and this pneumonia, it's someone saying like, you know, they're going through this whole thing. And then at the end, they're like, and I am going to do the same exact thing because yeah. I, that, because I want to. That's who I am. That's yeah. who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so it's like, I, I don't, you know, and I don't know, I don't know what that says about, about, about me or about the songs, but I, I, I really like it. I, it feels very honest to me. Yeah, totally. Hey, thanks so much for listening or watching to my podcast. Uh, do me a favor and go to wherever you just listen to or watch this thing and subscribe or like or give us a great rating or review, and then head to bpn.fm slash album to find out even more information about this podcast, more ways to watch, more ways to listen, and check out my album, Album. Thanks so much for hanging out. Album Podcast is executive produced by Liz Armstrong, produced by Dory Berenstein, Alan Seals, Kim Garris, and the rest of the team at the Broadway Podcast Network. Be sure to visit bpn.fm slash album for both audio and video versions of this podcast and to listen to album. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.